Welcome back to Netflix and Kill, the podcast dedicated to reviewing and documenting the horror films of Netflix. I'm Kai. And I'm also Kai. No, I'm kidding. What? <laughs> oh my gosh, what are you trying to do to me? <laughs> I'm stealing your identity. No. Well, actually, I don't gonna... know. Maybe you could make know. my life better. <laughs> Maybe I can get you into the top 10 on a porn site or something. I don't know. We watched Cam. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, yeah, this yeah. was another of the, like, just kind of random choices. Like, yeah. as a little behind-the-scenes taste for you all, we don't... I would say, like, half and half. Half of the time, we plan ahead of time what we're gonna watch for this week um and a lot of that's based on like requests we've gotten and stuff like that but then the other half of the time we just go on netflix and it's like russian roulette we just pick something at random mm -hmm. we literally flipped a coin for this one. <laughs> yeah and this was one of those and i'm very glad we picked this movie I, mm -hmm. it was yeah it was really good it was and really I good i thought i thought it was gonna be kind of like i don't know cheesy and silly but it really wasn't it's like really kind of serious and like really kind of heavy topics um which i i thought was interesting i i really liked the story and i feel like it was done really well mhm mm yeah so cam is about alice who works as a cam girl on the internet and um for those who don't know what a cam girl is, basically she does, it's not always even like explicitly sexual, um, but it's sort of sexual in nature and she makes like live videos of herself doing like basically whatever the people in the chat ask and, um, you know, sometimes naked, sometimes not, like it just kind of depends. Um, mm -hmm. So... One day, she gets locked out of her account. Like, she's she's very ambitious, and she's kind of, like, rising. So the website she uses, they have, like, these are the top 50 streamers. And so she's super ambitious, and she wants to make it to the top 50. Mm -hmm. Um, So she's, like, almost there. And then one day, she gets locked out of her account. And she's as she's trying to log in, she realizes, like, someone's streaming. And it's an exact replica of herself. Yeah. Who has taken her identity, basically, and has taken over her account and is now making videos and, like, pretending to be her. Yeah, and it's it's really weird, because, like, the person that looks just like her will be, like, in the same spot she is, but, like, there's no one else around. It's, it's really, like, kind of surreal and, uh, um, I would say kind of supernatural, but they don't explain it too much. Um, which I think is good. Um, yeah. Having it more as, like, an abstract kind of idea than, like, this is a, a cam girl demon and she gets in your <laughs> account and, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, ju just the fact that it's just, like, this is someone who looks exactly like you, but it isn't you is mm -hmm. very scary and i i like that they don't explain it too much because the mystery makes it scarier yeah like the horror there is just this idea of having your life uprooted and your identity stolen away from you 
Mm-hmm. And, like, no one believes that you're the real you. Yeah. Like, that's that's an interesting kind of horror that we haven't gotten to talk about very often on this show. Yeah. But, like, I really like stuff with that concept. Mm-hmm. So, like, the she does some really weird stuff in this movie. Yeah, um, the, so at the opening of the movie is her, like... The opening like, is slitting her throat. Yeah, so, like, she it's she's basically, like, you know, people pay to buy what this website calls tokens, and then they give her tokens to, like, you know, like, she's like, okay, if someone gives me this amount of tokens, I'll do this, and then if you give me this amount, I'll do this. Um... Mm-hmm. And so, like, they can make requests. So she reaches, they give her, like, a certain amount of tokens, and she's like, okay, you'll get to see me use a sex toy on myself. Now everyone vote and tell me which one you want me to use. And so she's, like, showing the toys. And then someone gets in the chat and is like, I want you to use a knife. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, okay, and, like, kind of laughing, like, treating it like a joke. And he's like, no, I'm serious. And then all these people just jump in and agree. They're like, yeah. So she's like, okay, and she pulls out a knife, and she's like, do you want me to slit my throat? And they're like, yeah, do it. So she, like... There are other people that are like, no, don't do it, like, freaking out. So she, like, does it, but it's all, like, staged, like, she uses fake blood and stuff. Um, Yeah. Which is, like, super interesting. Like, first of all, it's like, wow, people actually are asking for that, which is really fucked up. Yeah. She, like, um, explains it, like, right after the stream that, like, she has a guy go in and, like, ask for that kind of stuff, and then she'll do it because it, like, gains more traction because it's, it's, like, a risky thing. Yeah, Um, like, it's memorable, and so it, like, makes her stand out, I guess, among all the other people. Yeah, um, and that, that guy is named Tinker, I think, and- yes. And then there's another guy named Barney that she talks to a lot. Um, And they're both, like, middle-aged, kind of weird guys. Yeah. (laughs) Um, They give me uh, really skeevy vibes throughout the whole movie. um, Yeah. Which is justified because, like, as you see later, they're both, like, really kind of shitty people. Yeah, um. <laughs> they're kind of scumbags. I mean, like, Tinker just straight up starts, like, stalking her at one point. Mm-hmm. And then Barney, so, like, after a while, like, she gets locked out of her account, and then at one point, like, the account goes live while she's with Barney, and, like, Barney's, like, a loyal viewer, so, like, he gets notifications when she goes live and all of that, and he thinks that she's scamming him for some reason, and, like, attacks her in the bathroom, and she, like, has to, like, struggle to get away from him in the middle of this Mexican restaurant. It's very creepy. And, like, yeah. no one does anything about it. Like, yeah, it's scary. He's, like, dragging a- her out of the bathroom, and he's like, oh, sorry, my wife feels sick. And, like, obviously she's struggling, but everyone just stands around and watches. Yeah, it's really, really fucked up. Like, most of the stuff that's scary in this movie is just, like, the people who just like don't treat her like a person (laughs) yeah Um. (laughs) yeah so like you know every horror movie has the obvious question of like well why doesn't she call the police so she does call the police to try to tell them like hey someone's stalking and impersonating me 
And they, like, totally brush it off. And one of them, like, straight up hits on her and is like, so do you, like, actually have sex with people? Like, could I pay you for sex? And, like... She's like, no? Yeah. Like, they just totally brush it off and, like, don't take it Mm -hmm. seriously just because of her profession. There's one cop who, like, walks away for a second and he comes back. He's like, yeah, we're not gonna do anything about this. If you don't want stuff like this to happen, then you shouldn't be doing that. It's like... Jesus Christ, dude, like, her identity has been stolen, and you're not gonna do anything because she's a sex worker. Great. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Like. So, the the interesting thing about this movie is, like, because, like, any, especially in the horror genre, like, any movie that has sex workers, I'm, like, super uh, skeptical about, because a lot of movies, yeah. like, don't handle that subject well. Yeah, they don't um, treat the characters with respect. But this was written by an actual sex worker, right? Yeah, yeah. She, The lady who wrote this had been a cam girl. And so originally she set out, she wanted to make a documentary about, um, like, cam girls and what they do and, like, the people who they encounter and, and what it's like. Um, mm-hmm. But just during development, she realized, like, mm, actually, I kind of want to do, like, a fictional movie. And added, like, a little bit of a horror twist. Um, And her goal, she said, was, like, I want people to identify with and relate to this character. I want them to see her as a person. Um, And I feel like that's important, like, especially for horror Mm -hmm. movies. There's that trope going back, you know, to Friday the 13th and slasher movies like that, where anyone who's seen as, like, promiscuous dies and, like, isn't... Like, those characters are never really treated with respect. Yeah, they're always, so it's, like, very, they're portrayed very stupidly, and, like, they don't know what they're doing, or that they deserve to die because they've been having sex with whoever, yeah. you know? Yeah. So I'm glad that this movie is, like, it's from her point of view, it mm-hmm. humanizes her, um, it shows all this stupid crap she has to deal with, like, she's <laughs> she's really close with her brother, and so she's, mm-hmm. like, venting to him about, like, you would not believe how many unsolicited dick pics I get. And, mm-hmm. like, it just, it really humanizes her and shows, like, what she has to go yeah. through. Her, and then when her she family is, really cares about her, yeah. Yeah, and then when she is threatened, like, nobody takes it seriously simply because of her profession, which is yeah. super messed up. Um, so, like, um... Like, the th- the thing about, like, her family being supportive is really important because, like, there is a point during the movie where, like, it, like, just comes up because her, ca- like, her cam feed goes live when she's not even touching it because there's a doppelganger and, um, so these, like, guys that are her brother's friends, I think, they show up to his birthday party and they're all, like, watching her, like, cam girl thing and... You know, she didn't really care at one point, but then, like, these guys, like, start trying to show everyone that that's, like, who she is, and, like, her brother and, like, these guys get in a fight, and, like, the phone gets thrown across the the floor, and then it gets thrown at her mom's feet, and her mom is, like, really shocked and appalled at the fact that her daughter is a sex worker, and she's like, I was going to tell you, you know, I was just waiting until I was, you know, more popular and I was going to be doing better at it. And, like, I think what really 
hurt her mom was the fact that like her like her mom didn't know like yeah like they make it really especially at the end because like her mom is really supportive at the end she's like doing her makeup and helping her get ready for like her cam girl work which is like not something that you see often you always see like parents getting really mad that their you know kids are uh selling themselves on the internet for money you know like yeah and it's like that's like their point of view on it is like my my child is selling their body on the internet it's like well it's, yeah it's the but her mom doing because they can do it you know yeah but like her mom realizes like okay well you're making enough money that like this she's literally getting ready to buy a house with the money she's yeah. made from this so her mom's like yeah good for you buy your own house um, but yeah, like you said, I think she was just more hurt that, like, her daughter didn't tell her and was lying to yeah. her. And the fact that this all happened at her brother's birthday where all of his friends and, like, the mom's friends are, like, showing up. And so it's, like, you know, something that was supposed to be, like, a private matter of, like, you know, a family thing about, like, what the daughter's profession is, is, like, suddenly made, like, super public to everyone. And it's, like... Mm-hmm. It's a breach of, like, Alice's privacy and the family's privacy and all of that, and it really, it, it wasn't handled well in that situation, and that's why it was, like, seen as a bad thing, I feel like. Yeah. Um, and so, like, yeah. Alice, like, leaves at that point, and then she, like, also doesn't go back to, like, her apartment at one point, and she goes back to her mom's house, and they had, like... Someone had spray-painted whorehouse on her mom's house, and it's like, they still think that you live here, and so they're attacking you and me and everyone else. It's like, really, it really sucks, like, that, like, that's how people see her because of her profession, and uh, it, it, it really hurts my heart to, like, see stuff like that happening, you know? Because, mm-hmm. like, it's a, it's a really, like intimate and sad thing and it's I don't know like the just the way like that happens in real life just as I I get mad at it you know yeah. yeah I mean like I'm kind of a true crime junkie and like it's really sad the amount of murderers who prey on sex workers like simply because they don't see them as fully human. Like, it is a psychological yeah. phenomenon that has been studied. Yeah. Um. And then, like, obviously the police don't do very much in those cases either because everyone sees it as, like, the woman's fault. Mm-hmm. Which is also really messed up. Yeah. But th- this movie, just, like, because it was, like, written by um, a former cam girl who, like, knows about the profession and, like, knows, like, the emotions and, like, empathizes with, like, the lifestyle, It it's done really well and it's not seen as something villainous. In fact, we get to meet some of the other cam girls because I think she's living in a house with other cam girls at uh, that I point. Think, but and- no, there's, like, a place they can go is the impression oh, I was okay, getting. Okay. To, like, put on their show and, like, sometimes they do shows together so it's, like, yeah. this, like, house where it has different rooms and, like, they can go and mm-hmm. film their shows there. 
Yeah, but, like, all the other girls are, like, really supportive of her and, like, really sweet. At one point, though, you find out that a few of them are, like, not alive anymore. Like, yeah, like, the, like some... they've been swapped with a doppelganger and, like, yeah. it's bled out into the real life. Because, like, the number one girl is named Baby Girl, I think, on the website. And she, like, looks up Baby Girl's real name and then she looks and there's an obituary for her from, like, 2014. And it it's like, what? <laughs> yeah. So So what's happening is, like, something is, like... Going in and, like, starting with the website, like, replacing these people and then, like, slowly getting rid of them until, like, I guess they, like, died and then, like, everyone forgot about it or something. It's a weird phenomenon, but I think it's really interesting just because, yeah. like, the way that, like, I don't know, the the way that, like, they they make it really apparent that, like, this is... You know, if you're hiding secrets from people that, like, that's what's gonna hurt you, you know? Yeah. Yeah, like, then... I, the, the ending is really cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, I like also, like, that they don't ever really reveal, like, what it is going on, like, what is actually replacing mm -hmm. them. Like, is it supernatural? I've I read in some of the trivia that I guess at one point um, the writer and director had thought about like answering that question and saying that basically it's an algorithm that like takes that like analyzes their past videos and then just creates content based on that and like that's really interesting yeah because that could actually be possible. But, yeah, they never really answer it, so it's like, oh, it could be, like, a supernatural thing. We don't yeah. really know. Um, but, yeah, she's... I, I kind of like the idea of it being an algorithm-based thing because it, like... Yeah. It really kind of uh, shows that, like, you know, the intimacy of that kind of stuff is something that can't be replaced. And, like, you know, the people who are actually doing that kind of stuff, you know, if you're using their likeness, they get, like fucked over really badly mm -hmm. um. yeah it kind of shows how like a lot of websites like that take advantage of sex workers and like just only fans them. well i was i was thinking of like Pornhub, which is super well, exploitative yeah, mm -hmm. but, but I'm, yeah. I'm just thinking only fans because that's like the biggest thing right now is that only yeah. fans is like they build this platform and like it's popular with sex workers, and then they just totally kind of throw everyone to the curb because yeah. they're moving on to other kinds of content, which, yeah, I mean, and like fine, that's... but like you shouldn't be banning that kind of thing. You yeah, know? like this is these people's livelihood, mm -hmm. so like it sucks to see sex workers get screwed over by like every single website. Yeah, you know, just because our society is so hung up on this Puritan idea of sex. And, like, a lot of times, like, even, like, most of the stuff she's doing is not even sexual in nature. It's more just, like, keeping people company. Like, you can tell that yeah. a lot of the people who watch her are just lonely people and, like, they just want to have someone to talk to. Even if they're really weird. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, the two guys that she met in real life were kind of jerks. But, like, yeah, I, I could but... tell, like, some of the other people on there seemed sweet. And, like, especially, like, you know, the other cam girls were, like, super sweet. Yeah. Um, I I do kind of want to talk about those guys, though, because, like, you, there's, like, one point where you feel like at least one of them is going to be kind of nice, and then, like, something happens and, like, it does a complete 180, and it's like, oh, yeah, that's kind of the nature of all of this. As soon as someone feels like they're being taken advantage of, which isn't even true, like, they just fully snap and try to assault you in a bathroom Uh, there's like an entitlement um, to them they're like well i'm paying you so you know you have to do things you're uncomfortable with for me because i pay you so well and it's like no dude like she doesn't owe you anything yeah so that was that's barney barney like meets her at some hotel room they go and get food and then he's like you know being really sweet with her and just like hanging out with her, and then as soon as the cam goes live and he sees that she's on the cam, and then also at the Mexican restaurant with him, he, like, gets really angry, and, like, she, like, tries to explain to him what's going on, and she, like, freaks out and hides in the bathroom because she, like, you know, she can tell he's getting angry about it, and, like, he thinks that she's like trying to get money out of him and all of that and it's like that's not what's happening and it just it goes sour really fast and um yeah it it's really scary that was what like that's one of the scarier moments in the movie that one and then the one with tinker where she like shows up at his apartment which he moved into because he found out where she lives which is creepy um and uh like so at one point he like shows up to her mom's work with flowers and it's like you told me last night that you wanted me and all of this and it's like i didn't tell you that because there's a doppelganger cam girl and then like later on he like has her stay with him for a little bit because he like believes her about everything and you think oh maybe he's not creepy and then he's talking to the doppelganger and masturbating to her at one point and it's like so you're just like doing this because you see that you can get something out of me basically and it's it like she like tases the shit out (laughs) which i'm like yes thank you um and then the other thing is like at that point you learn something else, and it's that the doppelganger doesn't recognize that, like, she looks like Alice. Like, there's no, like, there's no recognition of it, like, and so she, like, so the ending is really great, so, like, at this point, she, like, hatches a plan to, like, get on the cam with her, and then turn on the cam, and, like, have her like feed cause, you know there's like a video chat feature where you can like see two people at once and so like she has the cam girl turn on the chat feature on the public uh thing and so everyone's like there's two lolas and like so they play a game of like monkey see monkey do and so they like 
do the same thing to each other and she starts slamming her head into the desk to like get her to harm herself and it's like you you're watching the cam feed and it's like it starts glitching because like her face isn't she like the cam girl that's on there that like stole alice's account like her face doesn't hurt like she doesn't have any blood or anything and like alice has like this huge gap in her nose and like her nose is broken and bleeding and then you see this glitch and then suddenly the other cam girl has a broken nose too and <laughs> it's like holy shit like this this is like a fake person like a ghost inside the computer and it's really scary <laughs> and yeah. then um so like the one the the fake Lola like loses a bet and like has to give um like the real Lola Alice the the username and password and so she does and so she like deletes the account really quick and like the, it's really suspenseful cuz you feel like something's going to happen and it's going to like lock her out again and but but she makes it in time and like puts all the the info in and then deletes the account and so she like finally gets her life back at the um at the detriment of her nose but like <laughs> <laughs> um, it's okay her mom helps her is her mom is really good at makeup yeah so like she her over some some time her nose heals and she's ready to start doing cam work again and she starts a new uh a new account and starts over and her mom is really supportive and like really you know helping helping her daughter out and that's like the sweetest part of the whole thing is that like her mom was never like mad at her it was just that you know the the reason like it was so upsetting was because you know it was a secret that you know she felt you know that no one should know about her and like mm -hmm. And there was probably what? some, like, parental fear involved, too. Like, yeah, the mom thinking, like, oh my gosh, if something happened to you, then, and, like, I didn't even know what your job was, then, like, how would I be able to help you? I mean, yeah. they don't say this in the movie, but I'm just, like, projecting, like, that's how I would feel as a parent. Like, yeah, you know, not mad that you're doing this, just, like, oh, like, I wish I knew what you were doing so that I can help you stay safe. Yeah, and that that's another thing. Like, I feel like that's a sign of a good parent when, like, you feel like you're not you're not mad about what's going on. You're just more afraid for you know, like their safety. You know. Yeah. But like, she's like really supportive and does her makeup and she puts on a wig and starts a new one and that's how the movie ends. And it's really kind of sweet and yeah. i'm glad that they they end it with her like still being a cam girl like this isn't something that like is a bad thing you know the yeah the horrors of selling yourself online no like what's what's scary is that someone or something very easily took over her whole life and because nobody knew that's what she did. She was getting herself into these situations where it was really dangerous for her. And um, she couldn't turn to people who she felt safe with. Yeah. yeah. It's a good movie. I, it's I, a good I movie. I recommend it. 
Yeah, I really liked it. I also want to give a shout out to the lead actress, Madeline Brewer. I thought she did a really good job. Yeah. Um, she has a super expressive face and like sometimes her eyes get like really big. And yeah. like I, I just really enjoyed watching her, like her reactions to stuff. It was just really good. Yeah. I I also like give her huge props for like I well, this is like the character and like her both where like she does these like little stunts where like she cuts her neck open on on camera and um I think it's the same girl playing both parts, right? Like her and the doppelganger. Mm-hmm. Um so like the doppelganger at one point like puts a gun in her mouth and like blows her brains out and it looks really real and like like props to you for like being able to do that like i know um like it's fake and like the special effects and like visual effects are like really good but like it's still like if it were me doing that i feel like i would be like really kind of scared to do it yeah um it, well, it like, takes guts to do like visual effects and like stuff like that even like if it's safe and like just a movie and all that you know yeah well like i was reading a little bit more trivia about the movie and i guess that the writer and the director like let the actress decide how like when she wanted to get naked and like they let her have complete control over that and like yeah i feel like it makes sense for my character to be naked in the scene or like no i don't want to do that so that's really cool too like, yeah. I think it's definitely important to listen to your actors and what they're comfortable with. Mm-hmm. Well, on top of that, that's also, like, part of, like, the the moral of the movie is, like, that, like, her, the way she deals with her own body is more important than anything else. Mm-hmm. Um, and having that reflect in the ethics of um, being, like, on set is, like, really important, you know, if you're gonna be saying one thing in your script but doing something totally different on set, then, like, why bother, you know? Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, good, good movie. Um, I would mm-hmm. recommend it, with the caveat that, like, obviously it does deal with the subject of sex, so, like, if you're mm-hmm. not comfortable with that, um, yeah. then it's probably not the movie for you, like, yeah. There is some pretty explicit stuff. I mean, it's not like it's a straight-up porno or anything, but, like, there is no, explicit stuff, so maybe you don't watch it with Grandma. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I don't think many people who are listening to this are going to be watching any of the movies we cover with their grandma, with, like, <laughs> the exception of maybe one or two. Um, but... I mean, I could uh, see Aaron's grandma watching something like this. Well, Aaron's a- grandma Aaron- watches, like, anything. <laughs> Aaron's grandma is a badass, though. So like, she really is. It just it just depends on how uh, badass your grandma is, I guess. Um, but uh, yeah, there are some scenes in this movie that like they go pretty hardcore on some things. Like you know, there's assault. There's a guy stalking her. Um, at one point, there's like an extended scene of her doing cam girl work with another girl and it's very sexual and the way it's filmed is very intense um so much so in fact that i felt uncomfortable watching it and i don't usually get uncomfortable with watching most of these movies um 
But yeah, so just take that with a grain of salt when you're going into it because it is a more serious film. It's not like, oh, haha, she's a cam girl. It's like, like the realities of this, even though it's dealing with like kind of a supernatural or like dystopian tech type, uh, what's the word that I'm looking for? Tropes, I guess. Um, but it, yeah, it's a very serious film and it's, uh, not for people who definitely don't want to be seeing that kind of thing, you know? Yeah, I think I've said my piece about this movie. I know that this will be kind of a shorter episode, but I, but I feel like, you know, at least for me, and if you have anything, any last thoughts you want to add, feel free, but I feel like we've... Um, conveyed what this movie is and I would definitely recommend it as long as you're comfortable with the subject material. Yeah. Um, I... My last thoughts are... are, I can't talk right now. Um, My last thoughts are that um, somehow the guys in this movie are creepier than the guy in the movie's entitled creep. <laughs> Honestly true. Um, yeah. Um also I'm obsessed with that movie now. Whoops. <laughs> yeah, me too, honestly. Like I think all three of us have just been yeah. on like like <laughs> we've all rewatched this movie so many times already. <laughs> Creep yeah. one and two both. Yeah. Um I would definitely give this movie though Cam a rewatch um just because I think the themes of it are really interesting and yeah. would be really fun to like unpack and maybe even like write some essays on. Um thank you to everyone for listening. Netflix and Kill can be found on Twitter at Netflix underscore in underscore kill. We also have a Patreon, uh, which helps us pay for hosting fees um we're working on getting some merch going i can't say too much about that yet but it's very exciting yeah um so if if you're interested in helping us out feel free to donate to our patreon we super appreciate it we have some pretty cool benefits like bonus episodes and access to our discord um we also have some of our higher donors get a shout out So, thank you to Jenna and Miyoko for supporting us, and uh, you guys are awesome. Mm -hmm. If Um, you want your name read out loud in the thank yous of our episodes at the end of every episode, (laughs) um, go ahead and, uh, you know, give us a couple bucks on Patreon. Yeah, so another thing we're trying out is... um, as a benefit for our higher Patreons here, we are letting those patrons give us a personalized message that they would like for us to read on our podcast. So, mm-hmm. this month is our first message from Miyoko, and Miyoko has written a poem that they wanted us to read. So, here we go. <clears throat> I'm not very good at doing a dramatic voice, but... My heart more rust than light, my mind more dust than thought. I built myself, myself as one possessed of purpose but not love. Your heart more star than pulse, 
your mind more lens than book. You are yourself, yourself as a landscape to explore. One day, no, and I want to know. I freaking love Miyoko's poetry. Yeah, that was great. And I feel like it's really appropriate for this episode somehow. It honestly uh. kind of is. Um, so thank you again, Miyoko, for your poem and for supporting us. Mm-hmm. And, uh, oh, and one last thing. I would like to mention a certain podcast that I'm a very big fan of called Fan Fiction is Good, Actually. Hosted by a friend of the podcast, Evan. Um, if you tune into that podcast, you might recognize a familiar person. Yeah, on Kai was one of on the newest there. episodes. <laughs> yeah, I talked yeah. about Transformers, and it was super fun. So go listen yeah. to that episode and all the other episodes because this is like legit one of my favorite, one of my favorite podcasts right now. It's so good. There's yeah. a lot, I feel like there's a lot to be said about fan culture, and people don't really talk about it in, like, a serious environment. Um, I feel like fan fiction still gets, like, a bad stigma, and a lot of, like, derision and stuff. So I'm glad to see some positivity about fan fiction and fan culture. So definitely yeah. go check that out. And I think... Okay, I think we've gotten all the things out of the way. Yeah. Uh, um, this was a little, little bit of a short one, so we're trying to get everything in. Um, obviously, it's just because it's the two of us, but, like, also because this... I feel like this movie is also one that you kind of need to watch and just, like, take in. Yeah. Um, so, like, definitely go watch it. Um, yes. Um, and, yeah. Yeah. Tune in next time. We'll be back. As always, with more spooky fun, October is approaching, and we are very hyped. It's, it's coming so fast. I hate how time passes so quickly. Right. And I've been, like, prepared. Yeah. My birthday is next month. Oh what? my gosh. We gotta pick out something really special to do, to talk about for your birthday. Yeah. Um, hey, come to our Twitter and give us suggestions. What should we yeah. talk about on Marty's birthday? Yeah. Thank you guys once again for listening, and may your nightmares be plentiful. <laughs>